Hey everybody, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of Sal's Barbershop in Royers Ford, PA. This is their new location, which just opened in 2017. It was originally founded in 2015 in Plymouth Meeting, and Sal's has been making quite a name for themselves. And I think it's just about time I got a nice straight razor shave. So let's head inside. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. As we take a walk through Sal's Barbershop, a quick disclaimer. In order to effectively catch my shave on camera, we had to forego the lapel microphones. So what you're about to hear is the audio from the camera itself. I did my best to clean up the background noise, but hopefully you can still enjoy today's episode. Hey everybody, I'm here at Sal's Barbershop in Royersford. This is the owner, Salvatore Giannone. Hey guys. And uh, he's gonna give me a straight razor shave on camera for you guys. And uh, I promise not to scream. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I promise not to make you bleed. That's good. <laughs> so, so um, we had a little preamble, you know, before we got started. But why don't you take us back to the beginning and tell the story of how you got, uh, you know, with your family involved in the the industry, and then you, you know, you can just kind of feel free to, to share as little or as much as you want about the story. So, uh, well, first things first. Um, all, all credit goes to my grandfather. I, I, I learned from my grandfather. He was a barber for 50 years in the industry in Conshohocken. Um, so originally I was supposed to be a graphic designer. I went to college on a full, full scholarship in Savannah, Georgia. Um, beautiful place. Had a great time. A little too good of a time. I uh, kind of got mixed up with the wrong crowd. Got into drinking, you know, doing drugs, and it, 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 I, I lost focus. Um, and when I got home, you know, my family, they, they were kind of like disappointed in me. And instead of listening to the disappointment, I decided to go about it on my own. Right. And uh, so I actually, um, I got a little deeper into the stuff that I was originally started in, San, in Savannah and... Uh, I, I ended up coming homeless, and uh, and that was tough. You know, like I was on the streets for a while, and um, was that in Philly? Or? No, that was over in Norristown. Oh, I actually yeah. I slept in the transportation center. I I I, um, I, I ate out of trash cans. Life was so bad, so bad for me. And my um, and one day I, I woke up, I looked myself in the mirror, and I told myself I was better than that. And uh, I, I contacted my grandfather, who was always by my side, no matter what, even if I was doing the worst things to myself. And uh, my grandfather said, I said to him, I said, I think I want to learn how to become a barber. And he said, well, show up to the barber shop, bring some good shoes, because you're going to be standing and sweeping for a while. <laughs> so he wasn't lying. I, I didn't get to touch a pair of clippers for the first six months. Wow. Now... People that are apprentices, it takes nine months and 1,250 hours 
and you have to be uh, under the supervision of a barber manager like myself or my grandfather. And there's a certain type of license that you know you can teach barbering to one person for every nine months. Um, I have had six apprentices myself already, oh, wow. and um, and I'm blessed to say that they're all very doing very well in the barber industry. Um, now, when when once I got my license, I worked alongside my grandfather for a few years, and then uh, he retired. And um, I uh, I became um, like you know I, I started working in my grandfather the same same shop my grandfather was at, and, and I worked uh, there for about three to four years. Um, and then, uh, I had tragedy struck my family. My, 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 my father passed away. He was only, at the time, only 49 years old. And, uh, I was talking with my grandfather about my father passing away. And, you know, he, he mentioned to me, he said, you know, I wish... I wish I could go back 50 years ago. I, I would open up my own barbershop. He said, you know what, Sal? I think you have what it takes to open up your own barbershop. And from there, I, um, I, uh, I, I told him, I was like, you know, I, I'm not ready yet. And he's like, you'll know when you're ready. And, uh, I think, um, the next morning he passed away. So that was the last thing I've ever talked. I ever talked to my grandfather about, and he was right. I knew when I was ready. About four years later, you know, I had broken my hand and uh, I got laid off from my job, um, and that's like on my own shop. And that's like a, a Hollywood story. Like if you yeah. told people that, and you read it in a book, you'd be like, "Oh, that's that's too much of a coincidence that that would be the last." conversation, but yeah, that's, no, that's, no, that's how you know, yeah, that's right, that's how you know that it wasn't just chance. It was meant to be, it was meant to be, and the funny thing is, like, you know, like, my baptismal bonds, saving bonds, and stuff <laughs> like that, they all matured the same month, I lost my, my job, and I opened up my second, uh, my first barbershop. Wow. So now, the one in Warriorsford is my second location, the first one's in Plymouth Meeting, right. um, on Germantown Pike. And from from the get go, from the gate number, you know, one first day, it's been nothing but successful. And I can say the same. I'm blessed to say the same thing about Orangeford. We have been um, taking over the town. People, all the kids love us. We give away free snacks. We got free food um, on the table over here. We got free drinks, even beer for the parents. Um, we got Kool Aid for the kids, lollipops, and, and everything. And, the kids um, love getting the new style from younger guys like me and my, my crew, and and, uh, and, and it's 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 awesome, you know. Like it's glad I'm glad to that the kids really love to come in here, and uh, that that's that's a great thing about my barbershop is that we're so diverse. We, we do you know African American hair, white hair, Asian hair, little kids first haircuts, old older men, you know. Military cuts, um, flat tops, stuff like that. <laughs> Most barbershops in America, there's you know, 
and cater to one or two different kind right. of clientele. We cl- we want to be the first American, real American barbershop or like a barbershop chain where you have the ability to to go and not worry about like, hey, I'm going to go to a um, place that doesn't know how to cut this kind of hair. And, and that 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 is um, that's another thing that made us so successful right away. Right. Did you know exactly what you wanted to, your barbershop to look like and feel like one day one, or was that something that kind of evolved over time? Well, I always wanted to go with the, the red, white, and blue. Um, I wanted to go with the red, white, and blue because the, that's the barber, that's the barber, like, whole colors. Yeah. And um, I felt like that was important, you know, to have those colors in there. But it's also... I'm very patriotic. I love America, and I felt like the red, white, and blue is the right color to go with. Um, so, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I knew right away I wanted yeah. red, white, and blue. Yeah. And obviously, the local hometown pride of Philadelphia area. Yeah, yeah, of is, course. Uh, yeah, it blends well. right, right in with yeah. the village colors, the Sixers colors. Right. Yeah. That's the thing we should yeah, keep going with. I was like, my wife would be so uh, sad to see this thing go. All the ladies watching the show. <laughs> Get that caterpillar on. It's literally like 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> now, if you guys have seen on the show, I... You know, I've had a beard up to this point, and I mentioned before that I have to change my look, so... As long as you stick along for the ride, you'll see me looking a whole lot different. Half a mustache. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just don't give me the Adolf Hitler look. No, no, no. We won't do that. It's not in style. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it ever was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when you do a straight razor shave, what you want to first do is you want to get rid of all the hair. First and foremost. And there's different different ways people approach it. I got this thing called a shaver, right? This is gonna get it almost as down to as what a straight razor will, but I'm still gonna go over it with the straight razor. These are like kind of fairly new, but check this out, right? You feel how you, your stubble is? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, give it a feel before. Yeah. Now watch this. Now this only takes away stubble. This doesn't cut, it can't cut your hair, uh, it can only cut stubble. Um, and it doesn't even cut. What it does is it actually sands. Oh, wow. Sands the hair down. Now, I'm giving it a feel now. Oh, wow. Isn't that pretty amazing? That feels just like if I cut like, it with my razor at home. Yeah, 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 it's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. yeah, so this is like a way to like kind of just get it down to where I want it to be. And then I'm going to go over it with the razor too. Uh, with the shaving gel. See, we used to use what the old, the old, uh, the old barber used to use with like, you know, the, the hot lather and yeah. all that. What I found was that it covers up, like, the white the white foam. It'll cover up, like, you know, skin tags and molds, and then you just slide right over it with a razor. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're, you, you, need a, you need a towel. Right. <laughs> and a band-aid. And a medic. Yeah, and the best thing to do is uh, we use now, we use a clear gel. Yeah. It has menthol. It has a menthol in it, and um, what it does is it makes the hair stand up just the same way a heated, uh, a heated lather would. Oh, nice. So, 
but it's clear, so you can see right. it. So you can see it, which is really cool. Yeah, so we opened May 5th here. Um, May 5th, uh, Cinco de Mayo, we had a big party, we were here until midnight. Um, I was blessed to say we had 35 people turn out the first day, which is um, 35 clients. Yeah. Uh, we had way more than that here, yeah. but um, we did like pretty much from 7 in the morning until midnight at night for the first day, and it, and it really worked well. Um, so you, you kind of grew up in the Plymouth meeting area? I, I grew up in Norris County, on Main yeah. Street. Yeah, okay. but I did go to Plymouth White Marsh High School. Okay. And um, I, I did really well in high school. I met a lot of, you know, I was a pretty popular kid. I met a lot of people. Um, I still kept close with my friends in Norris Town. That kind of explains why you picked the Plymouth meeting location, but how did you end up coming to Royers for with the second shot? Well, to be honest, I had a lot of people driving all the way from as far as Pottstown and Watertown and all the way to the barbershop in Plymouth because they heard how good we were. So, to me, I, I started to think, well, maybe they just don't have anything really truly like we have in, in, in Plymouth up in Collinsville, Watersford, Spring City area. And I did a little diet, you know, you know I, I did a little bit of research, and, and I saw that there was a little bit of competition, but nothing nothing that would scare me off, because I know what I bring to the table. So I um, I decided it would be a good idea to open up a second barbershop, and I talked it over with my wife, and we decided on, uh, you know, we found this front, you know, this is pretty good real estate, I mean, yeah. The shopping center would do better with an anchor, obviously, but I knew I had to make myself a destination. So what I did was me and a couple of my guys went out and we, we stood in front of the Wawa's, the 7-Elevens, the, the, the schools, everything. Handed out cards. We went into, um, uh, we, we, we went to door to door with, with flyers. We flyered cars, whatever we had to do just to get the word out. The first four weeks, we, we handed out almost 8,000 pieces of material. Wow. That's what yeah. people watch. That's the hustle. That like, is oh, the yeah. hustle of an entrepreneur. That's right. You know, which I was, um, I, I actually just received for a second year in a row, Entrepreneur of the Year in Montgomery County. So That's awesome. if you want to be a business owner one day, you need to take the steps and you need to hustle. You need to work hard. You need to get out there and get out in front of people and and it's not just okay to sit back on your your own laurels and and, and work and yeah. wait for it to come to you. Come to you. That's right. No, you have to go out and get it. Right. And and and, and that's worked really well for me. That's great. Good. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the the recognition that Sal's is already receiving. Only you know, two and a half years into the well, not even two yeah, years yet. Actually. Oh, really? So yeah. the Plymouth one wasn't even two years ago? No, wow. no. Uh, um, Halloween. We opened Halloween 2015. Wow. Um, so it hasn't even been two years yet. We're a 10-time winning um, award-winning barbershop. We got best children's haircut two years in a row. Um, best barbershop in Montgomery County two years in a row. Uh, I've won Entrepreneur of the Year, Most Powerful Person, Best Artist. Um we, we actually, um, like, I do, like, designs in the back of kids' hair. Like, yeah. if they want, like, say, the yeah. Eagles logo, I'll do the Eagles logo in the back of their head. 
So when I apply, uh, when I was nominated for best artist, they asked me, they were like, "Well, how are you an artist?" And I was like, "Have you ever seen what I've done?" And I started sending them pictures, and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, you're an artist. Yeah, that's you're awesome. doing art and that people's hair." Yeah, and it's not. It's beyond just doing like the old the tracks that people used to get. Yeah. I mean, we'll show some pictures now uh, from the site, which are available for you guys to check out. Um, but I mean, we're doing full color too. That's yeah. what so yeah. what do you use? To do the color, is it just a temporary? It's like, an acrylic. Yeah. No, it, it actually lasts for more than one day. If, if you wanted to, you can yeah. get it out at any time. But it, it is like a, you know, it could last up to four to five days, <laughs> which is cool because yeah. nobody wants to get something done and then they watch out right. that night. It's like so, yeah, temporary. So I had to find a way, and I'm actually patent pending working on a formula to um, create something that would actually last for about a week. In their hair that um, that I can I can sell to other barbers. Yeah, all across the world. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. So, see, the entrepreneurial hustle doesn't stop once you open your first place. No, see, I'm already looking towards my third shop, but I want to make sure that Roarsford, even though it's working really well, I want to get Roarsford to where I want it to be. Right. Um, and, and and the good thing about it is such the support from this community. This community is great. It's awesome. People tell their friends. The kids are telling their friends at school. When I went to Roars for a day, yeah. there were so many people I walked up to, and they were like, "Oh, I heard about you guys." Or, "Oh, we already come there." Yeah, that's awesome. Or everybody knows who you guys are, <laughs> and that makes me feel good because I really didn't know many people out here yeah. when, I, when I opened up here, and it was a, a major gamble. And I, I, you know, I told my wife like, if the second shop doesn't work. Don't think I'm not gonna try again. Yeah. <laughs> because that that's the that's 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 the the you know, that's my heart there. Yeah. You know, like I'm always going to strive like I'm like kinda guy that when I make it to the moon I'm like, where's Mars? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm always looking for her to to expand right. and um, I, I'm bringing in other eager barbers, young barbers, um, people that I can um, share this um, this career with. Right. You know, it seems like the, the industry at large has kind of gone through a renaissance almost. God, you can talk. Um, you know, just that people are kind of going back to basics with a lot yeah. of things. You know, like the the big chop shops and, and all that stuff. It's kind of you know people want that the customer experience back. People they look back on the old photos and, and the old uh, you know Norman Rockwell traditional American kind of values. And they uh, they really take a shine to it. So I think no, it's, it's definitely coming back. Yeah. Um, the barber industry is is a very fast growing um, industry, and it, and it's 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 on the come up again. Um, you can breathe, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you can't see me anymore, it's fine. <laughs> I think they can. I think so. Yeah. So this is a hot tail. Bring out the hair, you know, make the hair stand up, so that when I go over it with the with the razor, that I can, you know, pull the roots and you know, this is that shaving gel I was telling you about. Now the good thing was the reason why. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed my prices or not, um, but my prices are pretty good. Yeah. As far as um, as a haircut goes. Um, it's twenty dollars for a male haircut. Uh, over eighteen, um, below fifty-five haircut is uh, 
is, is twenty dollars, but you can add a shave to it for five dollars. Oh wow! And then that was something I did because not everybody has ever gotten it. Not everybody has got has re- ever received a, a sugar shave. Yeah. So in order to like kind of bring back the nostalgia of the barbershop, I felt like there had to be a way to bring bring the shave in, in into the picture. You know, like. Um, and not everybody wants to pay fifteen dollars for a shave. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Why don't we just add add five dollars to the haircut and let people see what um what getting a straight razor shave is all about. Here we go. So it's truly an art form. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's not a. It's about pressure. It's about pressure. It's about pressure and angle. Yeah. Um, you can seriously hurt somebody with. I've had customers say to me, oh, I'm going to buy one of these and I'm going to try it myself. And I'm like, no, don't do that. But, um, yeah, we're doing a great job as far as bringing back that, that barber, barber uh, shop um, feel. You know, not a lot of places, like we have the place, um, you know, we have the place all decked out in, in Philadelphia sports and, and um, I have motivational quotes in the bathroom and, uh, <laughs> and pictures of Elvis getting his hair cut. And, you know, I just try to, um, I want to keep it, there's a gray line between the old school and the new school. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like there's a lot of people that appreciate the old school, but there's a lot of people that don't want old school. They want the modern, right. you know, style. So there is... I feel like I've accomplished, uh, accomplished that, but with with my design in the shop and my other shop in Plymouth Meeting looks just like this also. Yeah. So now I have the template. You know. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of opening more shops, training more professionals, and and um, and expanding right. on, on on future successes. Now. Tell me a little bit about, like, if you can recall the moment or the time where you realized, like, okay, I think this is going to work. If you can recall that moment, you know, is it a specific time that you can recall? Uh, well, you know, um, it's funny. Phil just walked in. Yeah. Phil was my apprentice. Phil says to me every day, you know, Sal, it's working. We're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. And I always tell him, well, we're not where we need to be yet. We're not. He's so optimistic. I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic. I'm a realist. I, I know that is not where I want it to be yet. So I can't honestly say, hey, we made it yet. Right. So you never, like, any young entrepreneur will tell you, it's always about the next thing. It's, it's it, You didn't make it yet. Right. You know what I mean? But, um... I, I, I knew right away with the, the quality of the people that are coming in here, with the um, with the, the word on the streets with the kids. I mean, the kids are telling other kids, and they they only want to come here. That's I mean, good, yeah. they don't want to go anywhere else. So they gotta look good for the first day of school. Man. Yes, yeah. I know. I know when there's 25 people waiting here on a Saturday morning, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing just fine, and maybe we're not at the peak yet. But the more we keep working towards it, we'll, we'll be there. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I just had to hire. I mean, I'm going to have to hire two more guys. That's amazing. So, so what are your hours? 
Um, we open 9 o'clock every day. Starting in October, we're going to be open seven days a week. Right now, we're closed on Sundays, but starting in October, um, the first Sunday in October will be the first week that we're actually open seven days a week here. Um, like I said, we open at 9, 9 a.m. every morning, but we, uh, we, close, we take our last customer at 5.45 Monday through Friday and 3.45 on Saturday and Sunday. So, going back a little bit, so you know, the grandfather and the father, um, what are some uh, life lessons that they imparted to you that you kind of take with you from the job here? Well, for one, my grandfather was an immigrant from Italy. He came here with a dollar in his pocket, never looked for somebody to give him anything, worked to work every day, went to work on his day off. They pretty much had to tell him he couldn't be there. <laughs> like he, he, he was—he was a hard worker. He told me that, and I remember when I was a kid watching him on Thursday nights do the payroll for the barber shop. And I used to—I used to think like you know, you know, I didn't want to be just a barber. I wanted to be something more than that. And then it just so happens that. I'm just a barber too. <laughs> the funny thing is, my father, um, my father was a great guy. He, he wasn't a barber. He he, he did um, electric. He, he was an electrician. Um, uh, my father raised four boys by himself um, in a two-bedroom small apartment. I grew up in in Um So. My father taught me never to give up, and my grandfather taught me hard work. So, with, with that being said, uh, you know, I I, um, I try to do that every day. You know, I try to work hard every day, and when things aren't going my way, I don't give up. Because people that give up, um, the ground is no place for a champion. Right. Some, 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 you know, there's a lot of good quotes I have in the bathroom. And, and and I live by a lot of these quotes, you know. Are you the oldest of them? I'm the oldest of four boys, yes. My youngest brother, I raised like a son. Because when, when my father died, he was 12 years old or 13 years old. He, I just got to see him walk to college wow. uh, on a full scholarship to Westchester University. Yeah, so that was, that was amazing. Um, that was something that, that I was really proud of. I know my grandfather and my, my father would be super proud of also. So why don't you, uh, as we wrap up, why don't you let people know how they can find you online, get a hold of you, share all your different social media platforms, handles and stuff. Okay. So I'm located on Instagram as at Sal's Barbershop VIP, all one word. Um, also, that's my website, www.salesbarbershopvip. And um, me and my wife share our Facebook. It's Kristen, <laughs> Kristen and Sal Janoni. Um, my wife and I share ours too. That's funny. It <laughs> makes things easier. It does. We all have the same friends. Right. A lot of people will be like, oh, you must have did something wrong. Right. Like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. I did it all right. She's got nothing to hide, right? I have nothing to hide, and it's easier that way. Right. I mentioned it in person who get, first gave me the razor shave. I felt like 
It was something that, until I got in my first straight razor shave, I wasn't officially a man yet. So, uh, I would say that's probably, I don't know, not necessarily accurate, but... Yeah, my first one, uh, day or two before I got married. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's exactly, like, how I was like, oh, we're not guys, We do, like, big grooming, like, groom, groomsmen parties all the time. Right. Like, we'll have, like, eight guys come in at, like, 7.30 on the Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And they're about to get married. That's a great, great deal. Yeah. So, uh, if you're, uh, in the market to get married, <laughs> make sure you add sales to your wedding list, for sure. Or back to school, whatever it may be. Maybe butt smooth. That's right. Well, I was born with hair on my butt, so. <laughs> Just kidding. Too much information. I'll probably edit that out. Thanks, uh, So, hey. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Yeah. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks a lot for watching this episode of Discover Springford. I encourage you to share this episode on your social media platforms and to click on the links to find out more information about Sal's Barbershop right here in Limerick Square Shopping Center in Royers Ford, PA. Until next time, get out there and discover Springford.